Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> love that, love the disgust there. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I am Zach Jackson, joined by Adam Ryan. Hello. Nathan Hennessy. Welcome. James Wood. Howdy. And the big dog. What's Kieran up? Stockton. How you going, man? Doctor, sorry, Dr. Kieran Stockton. Yep, that's the one. Hey. Got it right this time. How you going? Web MD over here. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm really well, thank you. Uh, every moment's a gift. <laughs> sounds sounds nice. like a man to, getting old. Yeah, <laughs> <have> right. <laughs> Indeed. It's almost past my bedtime, but, you know, I, I made an exception. Well, I was going to say, there's uh, nothing makes you feel older. Or I'm gonna, I think that this is how Kieran would feel um, than review season or, you know, the peak, oh, peak no. end of the year when it comes to editing, playing. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of late nights um, getting a particular review done and done well because that's what it deserves. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've spent yeah a, a lot of time not sleeping trying to get it done and also trying to edit in in between that. Um, so yes, I, I I do feel old, but I feel I feel blessed to be on this earth. Now you're a, you do a great job. I don't, I don't think we tell you that, how uh, appreciative we are. We appreciate you. Oh, we appreciate goodness. you. I appreciate you. James appreciates you. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I didn't know that this is like an intervention. Adam like an appreciation <laughs> intervention. I love it. Keep it coming. Jordan doesn't appreciate you. Yeah, I know. But we hate Jordan. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> there goes all of KS's audio. It's just gone. <laughs> gone from the podcast. <laughs> hey, Jordan. <laughs> all right. How, how, how are we going, the rest of you? Top notch, mate. Top notch. Solid. Oh, haven't seen you in a while, Adam. But it's nice to know yeah, you're mate. top notch. Took the took the full week off to play board games up in the the north of the state. Had a wonderful old time. It's literally ninety percent of the, the the time when I wasn't at work, it was devoted to playing board games. You I lost have... all but one of them. But but you still had a splendid time. Had an absolute banger of a time, mate. Absolutely. We're we're kindred spirit in that. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I can have a great time on the downhill slope. So that's all that all that matters. And that was very good, but missed you boys last week, but I'm back in the saddle. James, how's uh, the city of churches? Uh, it's fine. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Pretty, pretty shit weather. Um, you know, life. Hey, random that's, question. That's can, all I got. Yeah, go for it. Can you see my eyebrows from here? I can, yeah. Anna reckons I'm getting old now, so that I have like lemony snickets kind of looking eyebrows. Are you, are you, are you guys feeling that? She goes, "Can I trim your eyebrows?" I mean, like, a I you should let her trim your eyebrows because no, that's should. just something that you should do. But I don't think you have really? old man eyebrows yet. Uh, no. I think she needs a lesson in perspective. Tell her to Google John mm-hmm. Howard. Check him out. How's he going these days? <laughs> <laughs> it's all relative. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's I like your stuff. eyebrows for what it's worth. Oh, Thank you. No, we're Thank moving you. on from that. No, <laughs> no, no. We, we can talk about my eyebrows if you want. <laughs> Let's do it. 
They go right. This is such a wholesome bad. podcast. The yeah. viewer is absolutely glowing right now. I've got like a little bit of a slit. Like, you know when people shave their eyebrows? i got like an inbuilt, not like an inbuilt, like a natural fucking slit nice. in my eyebrow. Like, like, one, of eyebrow those, cool like one of those cut through eyebrow scars because you, you know, yeah, edgy like bloke. Hard, you know? Yeah. Like I've done some things. Didn't yeah. you have a Drasic style um, uh, eyebrow piercing at some point? Like heartbreak high? I've never had an eyebrow. Why does everyone think I had an eyebrow piercing? It just Ooh, seems like you yeah, exactly. Like, so 30 yeah, seconds to Mars, eyebrow. mate. Yeah, but <laughs> nah. that. Everyone in the Discord and... smiled and laughed except Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought eyebrow piercings look fucking sh- kind of shit. How dare you? Um, Drastic was the bloody national icon. So, yeah, not for me. Sorry. Carry on. Had the big old tongue done, though. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Elsie's taken. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get stuck straight into the video game talk. Who's been playing what? Uh, Kieran, we'll get to you because you got a you got a big beast to talk about. Who's been playing anything that's not for review or content they want to share? Mm-mm-mm. Guess I'll go first. Hand the mic over okay. to Nathan. So I've finished the Plague Tale Innocence. Uh, we, we spoke rats last week when we were discussing this. Mm. Now I, I see what that's about. See, I probably, like some others, went into this game under the fallacy or the understanding that this was going to be a kind of mostly historical game. And then it does edge into this weird sort of dark fantasy elements. Like no, it's completely... It's actually it. historically accurate. There were rat I see. I the fool that I was yeah. was spent so much of this game being like, yeah, they're just sort of warping the edges of historical reality here, and then we get to the end. I'm like, yeah, nah, but this is bizarre, and I love it. So you know, I'm kind of keen to. I haven't touched Requiem yet, but considering what that ending sets up, I'm tantalised. But then aside from that, so that was interesting. Um, April and I sat down over the weekend to just quickly uh, shout out the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two campaign. We were Yay. mixed. Oh. We weren't thrilled. That Look, I won't say very much on this. I'll just say it doesn't play like a Modern Warfare 2 or Modern Warfare campaign. What it reminds me of the most is a sequel to Ghosts, like the Ghost campaign. It's very slow. It's very feet on the ground. Uh, there's a lot of weird like stealth ghosts. missions and like lots of Ghosts did have scenarios. guns in space. Uh, ghosts had guns in space at some point. You had to go to like a satellite and do some stuff and shoot now, guns in only space. this game had a set piece like that, April and I only counted four COD set pieces in the entire campaign. That's how what? grounded it is. It should be four and in one mission. This is ridiculous. Exactly. Like, it's slow. Um, and it did feel quite like Who's an anti-climax. On this one? Infinity this Ward. Infinity Ward. Yeah, we really liked right. the Modern Warfare 2019 campaign. This felt like a step back from us and just lots of little issues, but it looks amazing. Um, this is definitely the best that the series has looked graphically and, and sound-wise. So, you know, it's still fun if you're going with low expectations. But, you know, we came from playing Modern Warfare 2 back in the day. So this was definitely too high a bar for that game to hit. Mm. Yeah. Bummer. I'll be reviewing that game. Uh, look for it sometime in 2024 when I'm actually finished. I'll be keen to hear your thoughts. Mm. Yeah, well... Just wait a couple of years and they'll be ready <laughs> with all the other stuff that's going on. My word. Uh, anybody else got anything else? I've got, I got a trio, a triple tree Ooh. of stuff. Triple tree. Uh, who, James, do you, got, do you have anything? 
Um, yeah, I mean, most of my time has just been content or like nine to fiving, uh, but I did check out the demo for <clears throat> the case of the golden idol, which is something that I uh, had recommended by Jason Schreier on his podcast. Um, so this is a point and click mystery game. Uh, mm. we essentially got like these like frozen in time tableaus of a crime going down or a mystery unfolding and you get to point and click your way through, uh, find a bunch of clues. From those clues, you get given certain words, which then you switch over into like a different game mode and you have to like piece together a bunch of sentences that are like, you know, blank, blank, murdered, blank with blank for blank reason. Um, you can match up names with like portraits and stuff. Um, it's really cool like the demo is only about half an hour it's, it's not a particularly long thing um but i would definitely be checking out the full release it is it's weirdly nice to look at it looks like an ugly ms paint kind of thing um but it's <laughs> compelling uh, and interesting uh very approachable as well as someone who's not great at point and click stuff i i found this very easy to just slip into and i i felt appropriately like i was like oh i'm a clever boy uh well by solving basic things um so i feel like it, it nailed that nice yeah, I've uh, I saw that and I was like, I gotta gotta check this out, but haven't uh, haven't dived into it yet. Mm. Instead, I, I've been I think you ask with fucking re verse, baby. So <laughs> that game. Let's hear it. So I played half a dozen matches the other night. Uh, that That's game bold. Fucking five too many sucks. So they go for five minutes. There, yeah. You uh, the matches are only five minutes long. Um, you boot up and you can choose a character. So there's Leon, Claire, Jill, Chris, blah, maybe one, uh, Ada and the big, big hunk. I think, I think they're the six. There might be one or two more, but I, I can't, I can't recall. Shout out to Ada. Uh, shout out to Ada indeed. I did, I, uh, played half my time with Leon. Uh, Leon's got the the pistol and the, the, the shotgun uh, and I had a match with Leon, uh, sorry, with Ada, Claire and Jill, I think from memory. Yeah. Um, Ada's got a crossbow. Claire's got a machine gun and I think Jill, I can't even remember. Anyway, uh, I'm bad at it, but the game is probably worse. Uh, than that so you it's a six player the game is worse than you playing um, yeah it's like it's a it's six a player thing where you're in like recreated uh, levels from like the police station of raccoon city uh, and the baker house they're the, they're the only two levels that i actually played the first three games were like uh, all in the police department and the last three were all in the baker house so i don't know how it works uh how it dictates what levels can be played but Every time you finish a match, you don't just just not like COD, for example, where you keep playing and you it just reloads another match and whatnot. You literally go back to the home screen and load up another match. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how it chooses what level and whatnot. Anyway, uh, levels are pretty cool. It's got that comic-y f- filter. I didn't realize until after I've stopped playing, you can actually turn that off. Uh. So visually, it's not too bad. Like it actually looks all right. Um. But yeah. Gameplay-wise, it's de- it definitely sucks. So yeah, six six players. You collect these uh, like virus capsule things around. These they're like red, uh, and the number of virus capsules you have when you die is who you, is the character that you then transform into. So if you don't have any capsules, you transform to this uh, like basic monster. I can't even remember like what it is, but like this basic monster from the RF series. If you have 
two capsules, you transform into uh, Daddy Baker. Um, and like, yeah, and then there's a bunch after it. There's like the tyrant and shit. Um, I'd never really got, I'd never got more than two capsules, but uh, yeah, so basically Mr. go around, you, you, you kill each other. And then with, when you're the, like the creatures or the villains or whatnot, you only have a certain amount of time before you basically self-destruct. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Like how many did you turn long. into Thomas the Tank Engine? What's that? Oh, no. Yeah. No? no Thomas, no Thomas the Tang Engine, but this We're game not is bad. Not yet, there. not yet anyway. So. Um, I think there's a few microtransaction stuff in there. I didn't really explore it too much. Yes. I kind of was just playing. I've always said uh, games need yeah. more of those. I don't know why Capcom keep trying these fucking multiplayer spin-off games. That because just they, make, they never work. They make like poker machines as well, don't they, on the side? They, they know what's no, going on. They think in Konami, yeah. Same, same. No, it's not same, but still. I'm watching you, Capcom. Same thing. Exactly. I spent about uh, like an hour this afternoon trying to download this game and I still couldn't get it to work. But in my travels through the PSN, I did get reminded of, was it Resident Evil Resistance? Uh, like yeah, another one of these one like multiplayer things three. they tried. Yeah, that was the yeah, asymmetric like, one where you, it was like 4v1 or something or 5v1. Yeah, it was like oh, Wesker yeah. in a control room or some shit. I don't, yeah. I don't really know. But yeah, you're right. I don't know why they keep trying this angle for the series. D- did you play uh, Resistance though? No. Uh, I think I might have had one or two games and I was like, terrible, uninstalled. <laughs> Yikes. Mm. So I, Operation Raccoon City, the shitty co-op one. Oh, did, yeah, didn't no, mind that. Good. Like, didn't like, it's probably, it's less than a five out of ten if I had to put a score on it. But <laughs> that's, I enjoy that more. Like, I enjoy the yeah, PBE right. aspect like a lot more. And yeah, like it was bad. It's probably a four out of ten, that game. But uh, it's better than Umbrella. This is, sorry, this is worse than Umbrella Corpse, I reckon. Wow. Um, I think I had more fun. Jeez. I did buy the deluxe edition of Umbrella Corpse for like $4 once just because it was $4 <laughs> and I wanted a new Resident Evil title. I still never booted it up. Um, I probably, probably won't ever. Game. The, well, that's the, the problem, yeah. Uh, oh, I cannot imagine. Maybe I can get a refund. Yeah. No way. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is like, I saw Rely on Horror, like I linked that in our Discord that gave it, Sorry, they gave it a one out of ten. Um, <laughs> I think I wouldn't. I'd probably be seeing it at a two if I had to score what I played. Oh, generous. So it doesn't actually run bad. Like it runs fine, but um, yeah. And I think I read somewhere that this is actually being made by the team that's developing Silent Hill F. And don't quote me on that. Maybe someone do a bit of a fact check. Yeah. I could have just maybe thrown them under the bus. I think that's but, right. Yeah. It could be. Could um, be a case of type F. So I'm not going to judge them on Ariverse because clearly Capcom have given them a brief being like, hey, we want you to make this fucking game that's not going to sell or do anything. People are going to hate it. Go mm. for it. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking of Resident Evil, I also played the Shadows of Rose DLC. So played that over the weekend. Uh, that's in third person, which is very cool. Um, not bad. Not, not bad. Probably a solid seven for me. There's one... Um, no, nah, I won't go. I'll try not to spoil it too much. But there's one scene. It uses a lot of locations from Village, as you would expect. Uh, I think that's been pretty known throughout the trailers. Um, but there's one scene in this game that is, I think, one of the scariest things in a game I've played. Um, it is nice. very cool. Whoa. It involves mannequins. I will tell you that much. 
Um, but the way that <laughs> they do it, yeah. The way, the way they do it is awesome. Um, Anna was like shitting her fucking pants like on, on the on the couch. Um, it was very good. But uh, yeah, so you play as Rose, Ethan's daughter. You uh, it's set like in the future. So set uh, if you've all played Village, it's the post sort of credit scene of Village, like that kind of time frame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You basically are trying to find a way to cure yourself from uh, the fucking I can megamycid, metamycid, whatever the fuck it's called again. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so you, you, you have to go into this like consciousness to try and find this crystal that can save you. Uh, and then, yeah, so there's you go and play a couple of different. So it's basically Final Fantasy. Pretty much. You go and play three <laughs> different levels uh, and you use Rose's powers. So, yeah, it's basically resonable with another character. The uh, one thing I didn't like about it is she, Rose controls, she's a bit slow, a bit sluggish. To control and the shooting, I don't remember, remember the shooting being not bad, but just a bit bang average. Maybe that's. Have you played the game like Village in third person yet? Not yet. No, no. I'd be curious to f- see if yeah. it's the same. Like it's just yeah. the perspective shift that makes it feel that way. Well, I wonder if it's just yeah. They've obviously designed this game as a first person, then gone back and redesigned it as third person, and whether that's had any impacts on the actual because playing like uh, re2 like the remake versus this the shooting field doesn't feel as as strong which yeah. is probably not going to be but yeah um anyway that like that was pretty cool it goes about three and a bit hours maybe three hours long so it's, it's a pretty meaty meaty little dlc uh can i ask without spoilers or anything um but i i quite liked village's actual story like for as silly as it was like i i like the winters as a, as a like a family unit essentially yeah. um do you think that this is a satisfying conclusion to that stuff it is predictable in a way okay um I'm curious. I'd be curious to see how you. I didn't like the ending. Okay. <laughs> but I also okay. like the ending. We finally got it out of you. Okay. Like, I, like I didn't really like the ending, but I liked the like how they did the ending. Kind yeah. Of. Okay. I, I, I get where you're going from. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. But you have to have the. Can you buy it separately, or do you have to buy? You can. Buy the, it's yeah, like yeah. twenty nine bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I think if if you're if you like Village, it's probably it's a worthy purchase. And the third game I tried was uh, so a game I've been keen for for ages. It's been on my Steam wish list since uh, early twenty twenty, so a couple of years now. Uh, that's Lunacy Saint Roads, and I thought this game was fucking dead. Um, first person horror game, and they finally uh, it was meant to come out in twenty twenty. And then they delayed it to 2021. Uh, and then basically all this year it's been like nothing. Uh, absolutely. Or was it? Yeah, anyway, something like that. Um, and yeah, have not heard a thing. So I was like, yeah, this game is absolutely fucking dead. I'll read you the Steam synopsis before I talk about it. But uh, yeah, so Lunacy St. Rose is a first-person survival horror game. Explore your dark family history and make meaningful choices that alter the course of the game. You are being watched, never alone, never safe. So the cool thing with this game is that the game apparently uh, learns from your playstyle and adapts to your playstyle. Um, so that was meant to be, yeah, so that was the kind of the perk of it. Anyway, they and turns on your webcam. They were, but, sorry? And turns on your webcam, like they're actually watching you. Probably maybe, is. maybe. Um, 
anyway, um, so they announced that like the game was back, like not dead, and they uh, had a demo during Steam's Scream sale or whatever. No, not sale, uh, Scream Fest or whatever it's called. It's about twenty to half an hour long. It's got that uh, that bum feel to it. <laughs> uh, I was pretty disappointed. Um, yeah, so it could be a bad demo. I just I don't know, man. Based on what I played, just I think it's going to be a bit of a bit of a flop. So no you you play as this guy, and I think oh, I don't remember like what the start of it is, but you have to go and explore. You you no, you get the deeds to the old family home in this town called Saint Rose's Home. So you have to go meet this cop uh, in the town or whatever. So you're trying to find him and then, you know, the town's like, it's kind of like village, like this fucking town's abandoned kind of thing. This And yeah, so uh, you basically go from trying to explore this town and explore a bunch of places and then you find this blue crystal. So, and we, and we know how I feel about <laughs> blue fucking crystals. Oh, man. Um, Strange this one's probably isn't worse. It? This is probably worse than oh, the broken God. pieces blue crystal. <laughs> oh. So... Crystal should be so banned crystal, in video games. So this blue crystal, you no more Final Fantasies. You charge you, uh, yeah, you get it, but it lures um, like atmosphere wise, it's it's actually pretty cool. Like it's pretty creepy, but yeah, this blue crystal lures entities or whatever. But you also got to use it to like you charge it up, you hold it, and you send out like a blue crystal shockwave or whatever you want to fucking call it, and it highlights like it shows items that you can't see normally, right? The problem that I had is that the game is so fucking dark normally. And also this game is this demo, not really their fault because it's a demo, sure, whatever. This demo is not set up for a fucking controller. The controls are all over the shop. So uh, there's no real easy way to switch through your items. So you, there's a to- like you have a torch, which is good because it's fucking dark as shit. But this blue crystal, I was basically just hold, holding this blue crystal the entire time, trying to squinting, trying to see because the going through the menu to get the torch was so finicky and stuff. But anyway, then at a certain point you then triggers this these like entities and you got to use the blue crystal to charge it up and then that like staggers them. So it doesn't kill them, just sort of it staggers them. So you got to sprint past these entities and it just kind of sucked actually. Like I was like this, this is not fun. This is shit. And I can't fucking see and I don't know where I'm going. This blue crystal, it takes like, you know, it's got to recharge over 10 seconds or what, whatnot. These big fucking entity dudes are all over me. You got to like, so instead of pushing A and then using the left thumbstick to open a door, it's like the right thumbstick. So I'm like trying to like push one thing and pull it back and then it's hitting <laughs> me. It's hitting me and I'm like, fuck. And these big entity dudes are behind me and it's just bad. Anyway, bad demo. For a game that I was quite keen on, so uh, that Let me probably might have even been worse than Hurry Verse. I don't know. Ooh. Oh well, well that know. it was it was up there. You no, I'm still you? I'm hopeful hopeful for the the full game, but gee whiz, that um, if that's what they're doing to show off their game, oh dear, oh dear, <laughs> golly. Well, that's all I got for you. That's all I've been playing, apart from. Uh, something that else that we'll talk about. I played more FIFA. The re- the review will be up soon. So I played Wordle every day. Does that count? <laughs> st- I did Wordle. Still on your Wordle today. 
Are you on you a streak, do? mate? How you doing? My, my streak? Yeah. Well, I don't at? know. Well, the stupid app like crapped out at 53 um, and then it just stopped. Nice. Like it, the, the, it reset, but then I did actually duff one. So, but um, that was when the day that the hope died. I, I don't know why. It doesn't track your stats very well. Um, Damn shame, that is. But 98% win rate, which is not terrible, I guess. Mm. Humble brag. This guy. All brains. No, hardly. I do um, it in my lunch hour. It's good times. I, I never never got around Wordle. I always, do it. April always got my thoughts on hers, so I kind of participated on hers, but I never never dabbled. And it's a gateway drug to Quirtle, which is where you do four at once. <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then that's a gateway drug to Nerdle, which is where it's with a maths equation. And this no, you've, lost, hole, you've lost me there. This rabbit hole goes pretty the, um, deep. The football one? I can't remember what it's called. AFL. The AFL one? I want to go with AFL. AFL, yeah. All right, before we get into the uh, the big ticket item, we'll give a couple of shout-outs. Uh, Ed, good old Ed, he reviewed Ghost Song, uh, and he says, almost like an alternate universe cosplay, Ghost Song is a game that aims to appeal to your nostalgia for the old, uh, for the old school. Sorry, for the old school old school Metroid series, while mixing in some additions from recent iterations of the genre they spawned. A few minor missteps don't detract from an otherwise sensational package, which has a giant, which has a giant, charming, and weirdly adorable heart. Gives it an eight out of a ten. This game looks really cool. Uh, I think I offered this to James, and he was like, "Nah, too busy, bro." Um, which makes sense. But <laughs> no, no. My problem it. is that you I'm not good at Metroidvanias, and I didn't want to subject oh, yeah, myself to another sorry. one. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. That was it. Yeah, it does look cool though. I'm I'm glad to hear it's good. Uh, so gives that an eight, and we have a Persona Five Royal Switch review, which Mark did. Uh, he says the Switch has a has had a good run of uh, fucking hell. The Switch has had a good run of major ports lately, and Persona Five Royal is no exception. It may have taken a while to get here, but the journey is more than worthwhile for new and returning thieves. And now Smash fans will finally know who Joker really is. 9.5 out of 10 for Boom. that. Might get so killing into that one. My five-year-old son. God, no. I can barely <laughs> play it. It took me ages. I, I had to message Kieran all the time. I'm like, what the hell? Like when you have to smash all the personas together, I can't quite remember what it's called. Um, I just I didn't quite get the mechanic i didn't know i just didn't know what to combine um oh for fusions and that yeah but then by the end of it i'm like yeah i'll fuse the shit out of that like, to, you become very good at it uh, to be honest i do did use a guide from time to time yes yeah, so some of it was very obscure like there was some combinations where you sort of had to know exactly what you were doing it's um, deep yeah yeah and some um, missions required really specific combos and stuff so kieran uh ed had a moment almost like you <sighs> really like He's Didn't like record the podcast. Stuck. I think I think I think the game is glitched. I can't oh, figure out where to go. go. It's here broken. Go. I fucking cooked it. He goes, "Is there someone we can reach out to on the dev team?" And you're like, "Reach out uh, to Karen. He's all he knows all about it." And I was like, "I was like, he's sure. He's sure it's sure it's cooked." He goes, "Yeah, man. Like I've been walking around for like two hours. I just can't can't figure it out." All right, cool. Send me an email oh, with what with man. with the situation, and I'll forward it on. He spent like another half an hour looking around and figured it out. So yeah, and he mentioned like, that in his review though. It sounded frustrating. Just like you with um, 
control. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I've forgotten about it completely. <laughs> I, I would forgive anyone getting stuck in control. Sometimes it's not the most intuitive in terms of particularly like telling you where you need to go. It doesn't handle verticality on the map at all. Well, no, this this was a single room and it had one exit. <laughs> <laughs> and I could just... <laughs> Dude, and it was I, I don't the know. I feel like I could have been in your shoes. I got stuck in that game remedy about times. it too. I tell you what, Ed, if you're listening, rookie fucking move, mate. If you get yeah. stuck in a game, pawn it off to Nathan like the rest of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> easy, oh, easy yeah. done. Uh, we are true oh, games Adam journalists. Adam just took a chant of... move on himself there. Oh, nice. That's very true. How good are games journalists at games? We are, we, it is a we are killing thing. it. Yeah. Just killing they, it. You um, think that all of these difficulty options are for accessibility? <laughs> yeah. No yeah. way, it's for us. Yeah, that's right. Other very, very quick shout outs, James. You put up your uh, uh, f- uh, preview of Broken Roads, so you can go check that out on the website. Which I'm super there, keen for. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of us yeah, I think, are. I think you'd like it. I think you'd definitely mm. get around it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I played Wasteland 3 recently and, you know, the, the earlier fallouts and stuff like that. And just we think like, yes. Australia. Yeah, absolutely. They're something. awesome. Nah. Never mind. Adam hasn't found anything. All right. So, Kieran, you've got the probably the single biggest review of the year. I don't have Requiem. Very true. Second single biggest. Oh, yeah. Uh, God of War, God yeah. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah. You've finally rolled credits uh, on God of War, yeah. Ragnarok. Took me about 40 hours. So, tell so. us all about it. Obviously, within the spoiler walls. Ooh, yeah, free walls, I should say. Pretty disappointing game, really. Probably just just below a five. It's going to be sitting. No, just kidding. It's actually is awesome. It's uh, it's one of, going to be one of the best games of the year, hands down. Uh, is it a perfect ten out of ten? I haven't finished my review yet. Um, but we'll see. I gave the first one a ten out of ten, and it really deserved it. Just like a huge game, epic scope, massive amounts of ambition. Technical necromancy, I'm going to call it, where the quality of the game was just sort of ludicrous, like it shouldn't almost be possible on the hardware. This is the PS4 I'm talking about. And on the PS5, my goodness. Was like, it the Pro or the normal you had it at that stage? Normal. I never had a Pro. So it was just a That's vanilla launch PS4 um, that I had, and it was phenomenal then. And now this is the, the PS5 that I now have, and my goodness. it's uh, Yeah, it has me fumbling for superlatives it's just it looks and plays that well it's yeah it's got to be dark magic i'm sure of it um but it's also got a, a pretty cool story it's a continuation of of the journey um I, I think that it's probably not as focused as the first one that's that's a point i make in my review in that although it's very epic and there's lots of things going on there's lots of uh like inter-character relationships you know you they made a fair bit of a mess of things in the first one as they, they were trudging up the mountain you know they've got lots of quite complicated relationships with the various um deities and none of them really uh quite a few of them fairly acrimonious like with with freya who killed her son for instance um and odin's also just a bit of a schemester in general and thor um you also killed his sons um so they're all sort of like hanging around not not feeling too great about kratos and atreus um but yeah so there's lots of inter-character stuff going on and but the overarchingness of it all which is ragnarok the end of days sometimes gets a bit lost in the in the details i mean it's all super compelling and um the voice acting uh and the animations they're all top notch um the the motion capture 
uh, all of it. And it just, it's so believable and almost human, even though it's obviously a fantastical universe. Uh, but I did find that sometimes I'm like, uh, are we going to like deal with this Ragnarok thing or are we going to go pay Gwent sort of thing? It was that sort of feel. Um, but still 40 hours that just sort of flew by essentially. Um, loved every minute of it. Fantastic game. And it's going to blow everyone's minds um, come Friday. That's when the reviews are out. I'm not sure when it actually releases, sorry. On the 9th. November 9. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So plenty of time to, to read all the spoilers in my review. No, there'll be, there'll be none. <laughs> Just got to rewrite the entire thing. Hold on, boys. I'll be back. Uh, you know what? There is a there is a point. I, I had to reach out to um, Karen Verbruge of um, Press Start uh, to to ask him if, if something I was going to include was a spoiler. Um, and and he agreed that it wasn't. And, I, and I, I would never, ever spoil anything in a game. But something from the first game that every single reviewer on the face of the planet did, ex- except for yours truly, was um, everyone's played God of War. The original, right? I'm not spoiling it for anyone. If you're listening right now, you haven't played it, just go and play it. Stop listening to this podcast. What are you doing? Um, yeah, so when you get the Blades of Chaos, it's like it's a, it's a huge, huge narrative moment. And it is the, one of the coolest things in the entire game. You're like, oh, my God. Like, it's a you're reaching back into the part, into Kratos' past, you know, his, his, his bloody, horrifying past of his. And the weapons themselves are absolutely awesome and useful. But then the reviewers are like, oh, yeah, cool, the Leviathan Axe, and then the Blades of Chaos. I'm like, you can't go telling people that they get to use the Blades of Chaos. You've got to let them discover it. So that's just like cheating. Um, so, yeah, there's nothing like that. I promise I would never do anything like that. Um, but it is, uh, Ragnarok is very much more of the same. So if you're expecting some revolutionary situation where everything is different and there's like a real fundamental shake up of the core of the gameplay it is not you're looking in the wrong spot um it's just a continuation of something that is already phenomenal there's enough new stuff on top that it doesn't like it doesn't it's not completely derivative but really the resemblance is is very very stark between the original reboot and this one what about gameplay improvements or changes is there yeah well, it's a bit more varied major, i guess or they very minor sort of improvements i would consider them fairly minor it, it the dna feels very similar there are they do shake it up and that you get to control atris as a as a playable character and there's a new supporting cast that are brought in because in the, in the original it was just you know kratos main atris um uh supporting but then this time around it's um it's it's a whole bunch of supporting characters that come in and, and do various things so it does shake it up in that regard uh, but one of the points i made for instance was uh the runic attacks which are like magic uh, special abilities that are on, on a lengthy cooldown some of them are 100 percent identical like there is no difference between the animations in the original and the original and 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 ragnarok like none my favorite is wrath of the fairies i cannot read it without reading Wrath of the Furies. It's called The Wrath of the Furies, but same, same. Uh, and yeah, it's it's awesome because the Blades of Chaos are just ridiculously cool, but it is identical. So I'm not sure how many games are allowed to get away with that, uh, but this one does. Um, but could it do it a third time? Probably not without being a little bit on the nose, you know what I mean? You, you would have played the like old PS2 God of Wars, didn't you? Yeah, all of them, yeah. Because they did, you'd probably remember they did the exact same thing back then as well. Yeah, yeah. I guess there was obviously similarities between all of them, 
uh, maybe mm. maybe it's a different era that, that we're living in where we expect way too much. But yeah, uh, maybe they I, they I didn't think... do a full Call of Duty, but they they copied from the playbook slightly. <laughs> James might have a similar agreement, or anyone who's played RE two and RE three, but I think that such there was such a wow moment when you played the remake of RE two because it was such a massive change in the formula from the original that they did it like again 12 months 18 months later with re3 or whatever it was and you were kind of like eh like it's still really good but it didn't have that massive impact is that kind of the same here so like obviously 2018 went from you know huge change from from what the ps3 games was the last one ps3 ascension was it ascension on yeah yeah so but like and kind of like you say like it's just more of the same so I guess though, like those games that came before them, were, were still kind of more of the same. But this one had such a huge shift. The uh, yes. sorry, the original twenty eighteen that it's hard to, you can't replicate that if you're following the same formula. You can't. But at the same time, I will say that there was so many times during the game where I'm just like, like, what the hell? This is just amazing. So it still recaptures that same magic of the first one. Perhaps not with the same flair and the same, whoa, Jesus Christ, what is this? But certainly like, there's some genuinely uh, emotionally impactful moments in there that just really, uh, yeah, it just drags you right on in. Um, so the, the magic is most certainly still still there. But yeah, it doesn't have the same punch in the face that 2018 did just because it's not as new, but it's still absolutely radical. I can, I can mm. promise you that. And also, I think I've been saying Atreus, but I think it's Atreus. It could be, could be either, really. Who knows? It, it is Atreus. <laughs> oh, God. Sounds like a Atreyu from the Netherrealm story, doesn't it? Okay, I'll remember it that way. Done. Atreus. Or boy. Whatever you want to call him. Boy. But, oh, yeah, he's, and it's a coming-of-age story too, right? Because he's, he's older, so that's, that's, that's known. In the, in the first one, he's like a bit of a, a, bit of a child, really, that just kill stuff um by your side but yeah in this one he's really stepping into to being something more um and the, the whole game is it's, it's structured around these sort of evolving relationships and i believe that whoever was in charge of character development for kratos and atreus really um really knows like a, a father-son dynamic or even just a father-child dynamic quite well because it's it's really well captured um even though it's a fantastical setting it's, it's super relatable to someone who is a father and I think even for someone who is a son which or daughter um that just has a really there's a a realness a human realness that's captured that's quite amazing considering we're talking about Kratos the man who like punches gods in the face for breakfast I've got two questions I want to ask you but we're going to, I'm going to ask them right at the end because uh, okay. they're no, not questions, questions. <laughs> yeah they are. they are um who else is dabbled with this so far yeah and Adam? me as well yep yeah yeah same so i started it today uh for a little bit i'm maybe in two hours in max max two hours in uh but what do you guys think so far i pretty much agree with everything that ks has said i think i'm about eight hours in i want to say so the um, first round sort of thing through the first round yeah Pretty well. I'm starting to do realm traveling, but I'm being pretty thorough with um, being that I have the luxury that I'm not reviewing it. I'm yeah. kind of combing through and doing a lot of the, the side activities as I'm progressing through. Um, Which you absolutely should do because it's all great. 
Absolutely. And yeah, the, the exploration, much like the, the first game, is is pretty excellent as well. A lot of mm. the little side activities open up the the different realms in pretty interesting ways. Um but yeah, I think the the biggest thing is it is it's it's another step from God of War twenty eighteen. It is iterative and it's not recreating the wheel, but I think that in the best way possible. Like I think God of War twenty eighteen was I, I read your review of that when that came out and couldn't have agreed more. It was a masterpiece and I don't think trying to reinvent that would have been the right way to go. I think people Absolutely. do want more God of War 2018 with these little improvements and tightening it here and there and just adding enough to make it feel a bit different without it being completely on a, on a different scale. So I am absolutely loving it. I think the story so far is very intriguing and I think back when we did the wrap up for the PlayStation, uh, whatever the, the live stream was that showed that trailer. And I remember thinking, fuck, I wish I didn't watch this trailer. They kind of do a bit of an MCU wherein what you see in the trailer might not reflect exactly what's happening in the game. Um, obviously I won't go into exactly the details of that, but if you think you've seen too much of the game, rest easy i think they've done a bit of trickery in their trailers to to kind of show you the best bits but maybe not the context around them so yeah and the, the scope is just massive 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 like, yeah so exactly many. and like you said there's there's a there's a moment that happens about an hour and a half in in a kind of like the first major fight that you have that is fucking outrageously cool mm. and these these moments keep cropping up every I want to say like hour or so, like you're getting the hang of combat and a new ability that gets thrown your way. And then this big set piece happens and it's fantastic. And then it's under, it's, you're kind of brought back to reality by like a really touching moment that you have with another character, whether that be Atreus or other characters that, you, you know, maybe I can't really talk about very much, but narratively and gameplay wise, it's, it's another absolute home run from, from um, Santa Monica. I think it's, absolutely fantastic and i've been spending every spare moment of my day playing it where i get 10 minutes i'll be playing it and i keep thinking about it when i'm not playing it so i think that's the the best thing i can say about it mm. that 40 hours by the way that I, I did actually spend a lot of time with um side content as well because like, you've got to the game isn't just the story it's the side content which is just phenomenal yeah for sure uh i i certainly like made a bit of a beeline through the story but i made sure to like have a look at all all the realms and finish like a lot of the side content because that's where all the good gear comes from as well um and, and good good abilities and it's essential to, to play it like that but i think in terms of end game content i've got at least another 10 hours to go i'd say and it really it does actually have like an end game of sorts a lot like the first one did um there's some really tough battles to to look forward to um not unlike the valkyries uh I almost threw my controller through the window um, with one of them, which is good, a good sign. Um, Plus, you've got another, like, two hours of just sitting in a boat and listening to Mimir's stories as well. <laughs> right. So that's going to take up a good chunk of the time. Yeah, big Mimir's back. He's, he's a weapon. And there's a, there's a bunch of side quests uh, surrounding him, so you get to know his, um, you know, when he back when he had a body a bit better. When... Sorry, what uh, what difficulty did you play on? Because... I played on hard. Hard enough, you can... Okay. But so it's that, called um, Give Me No Mercy, I think it's called. Yeah, and that's the top one? Uh, no, that's Give Me God of War, I think is the hardest one. Okay. 
It's oh, just okay. a step above the default, Soft. which is where I played the original in. No, you don't play on the hardest difficulty. That's just silly. Um, on hard, the the, the, hard. the combat is really well crafted. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's completely surmountable. Um, but the just I don't know the, the enemy <clears throat> AI and the way that you you have to use your abilities and be smart. It's just it uh it just shines I think better on hard. If I think if I played on default, I'd probably be like oh just a bit easy and I don't quite get the the crunchiness of the combat. But on hard, it's just it's. I feel like they've made that hard for someone like pretty much like me who's played all the games is you know been playing these for a while needs a little bit of a challenge to to get me going um <clears throat> but it's not so ridiculous that you're like this isn't fun it's always 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 fun just a bit of a oh yeah well that's that's what they say that's what my mum says my mom knows <laughs> words. nathan what do you what what do you think so on four hours in and one of the things that struck me is the fact that this does sort of pick up the most interesting leads that the end of God of War 1 put down, not saying anything about it, um, but, you know, making it clear from the outset that we've seen and heard a lot of Kratos, so now let's focus on someone new, that new person being uh, Atreus, so to speak, but getting a lot of more depth into his character because there's a lot left unexplained from the first game, I think is the nicest way to put it. Uh, so I'm excited to mm. see who and what these supporting characters are that Kieran's alluded to, because I've certainly not encountered them yet, and that has me quite interested. Uh, and one small little detail that I like that's uh, an iterative improvement is when you're doing the side quests, the, the nature of these side quests quite often occur that you're in a boat, you see a beach with a flag, you rock up on the beach, uh, you whoop a few draugr, and you basically walk around in a loop that that gives you a chest and then you end up back on the beach. That's usually the sequence of it. And it's fairly, you expect that in most of the side quests that you come across in the first game. In the second game, it still kind of follows that pattern, but they've added a lot of, uh, or rather they've added vertical mobility, I suppose is the easiest way to put it. So now there's actually like, you feel like there's a bit of clamoring around. There's a lot more uh, verticality to the puzzles. And I find that I'm appreciating I suppose the environment's a lot more because I'm spending less time looking for the path ahead and more time looking at the sky around me to see what there is I might be missing, if there's something I can climb or, or surmount. Uh, so that's one of those iterative improvements that I think really works for this game. But everything else, like it's clear that these guys know what worked for the first game and brought it over unscathed. As far as I can see, everything that I liked from the first game so far is there. So I'm pretty happy, chap. I wasn't as in love with the first game as everyone else. Um, I was a bit bittersweet on it. I, it was clear it was a masterpiece. I just didn't enjoy it as much. But I think issues with pacing, issues with repetitive side quests and stuff like that, I, I think that's all going to be nipped in the bud here. I feel fairly confident. The it's side quests time. are all pretty rad. Like There's a few basic action RPG ones, but I think one of my I've really fallen out of love with the action RPG genre in, in general because of Assassin's Creed. Um, mostly, like I'm gonna lay the the blame squarely there, and that there's just too much open world faff. Like even Ghost of Tsushima, which was great, great game. Sorry, Adam, it was great. Um, but geez, like chasing those foxes wasn't that great. Just headbands, who cares? But here, here, <laughs> uh, riding haikus for just for kicks. There was no, I don't want it. But what I do want is XP gain. I want new abilities, and this thing just doles it out constantly you're constantly whatever, rewarded whatever you're doing it's worth it absolutely worth it and then and 
some of the side quests are more fleshed out, right? They even like they change the environments. Uh, things happen if you when you do side quests that don't happen if you don't, right? The the environment changes in response to it, um, and even some of the the dialogue changes uh, in certain sections. So it's just it's worth doing, and you can't say that about so many action RPGs that just fill their worlds with pointless faff. Uh, and this is not that, which I'm super glad about. Although throwing axes at ravens, I've had enough. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, just enough. That's another one that's on the nose. It's like, come on. Come Before on. we go, James, who's... I want to get your thoughts. Uh, one thing I really, really did like with this, and I don't think... I think we're allowed to say this because it's just the main menu, but there's a God of War recap. Yes, so if you yeah. so if you if you're a bit like me, um, I don't know if that was known before. I can't say I really paid that much attention to the news cycle around this game, apart from the headlines. Um, but yeah, I, I found that quite cool because I didn't didn't have to go chase up like what happened in the first because I needed it should a be in every game a refresh. Um, should so be that, in every game. Cool. It's the first also, like in the menu. Yeah. Yeah, and it also takes, like, two minutes tops. Like, they don't fuck about going through all of the minutiae of the first game. Like, they give you the the headlines, they give you what you need to know in a cool, like, campfire way, and then it just mm. gets you into the game. So, it's, yeah, it's like the cliff notes of the, the first game rather than a complete retelling, which is nice. Yeah, I loved it because <laughs> I needed a primer um, yeah. as well. So, it was four years ago. Ja- James, any, uh, any thoughts, mm. questions... Queries, concerns, complaints. Um, I guess I'm just wondering. So, as, as somebody who found the Kratos uh, Atreus dynamic in the first game to be like, I, I was left quite cold by it. Um, do Do you think this game does anything to? Do you imagine this game would win over someone who wasn't in love with this original dynamic? Uh, I'm going to go with a red hot no. Okay. Yeah, because I. There were, there were times when I, I could see the dynamic and I had to like just will myself to be a part of it. But I think if you were already mm-hmm. separate from it, you might be like, uh, this is just, this just made me colder rather than you really, you got to, you got to buy into it. Um, and sometimes that's right. actively buying into it. Mostly for me, it was passive, but then other times I'm like, mm, okay, I'm on board sort of thing. Um, so right. yeah. possibly not. You might actually find some of it comical if you can't get on board. <laughs> Okay. Um, and this is obviously something that nobody can talk about without, um, like, and I'm not asking for spoilers here. Like I will be playing this myself. I, I want to sort of experience it, but um, does this game have a better relationship with women than the first one? Um, you mean the very first one? Like the very first God of oh, War? No, like the, you... the first, the 2018 <laughs> God of War. It definitely has a better relationship with women than the original three. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is not yeah. difficult. It um, was, was a different Rhythm mini game, anyone? Um, yeah. Okay, let me think, let me think, let me think. Uh, yes, I think so. There's definitely some really cool female roles which are integral and um, and powerful. I don't want to mention who it is because it's just it's sort of no, the whole that, thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she, at one stage, does have a little bit of a sea change that I thought was a bit... Like, oh, that's bits all of a sudden. Um, but okay, that's uh, okay. I, I will say, and without details, that is mildly intriguing because, like, one of my criticisms, I guess, of that first game is that, um, uh, was it Freya? Like, her 
her switch, I guess. Like the, the way God of War deals with mothers specifically is either like dead or crazy by the end of that that first <laughs> game, basically. And yeah. if yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. running into another woman now who has like a oh, she just has a moment. Um, I'm I'm a little concerned about that. Um, but I, I think also <laughs> it's like a paternal issue with God of War because it's dealing with the pantheon of gods and the cyclical nature mm. of like fathers killing sons, daughters mm. killing mothers. I think it it like it definitely. You're right. It's definitely more prevalent with females, particularly in that God of War 2018. I want to say 16 all the time, 2018. But <laughs> they all like it's a. I feel like it is a parental issue as well. Like it's not wholly and solely targeted to to mm. one or the other. But yeah, Freya, oh, no. I get, I get the. She she does have a bit of a, a WWE heel turn at the end of the game. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do get you. I, I take your point on the parental stuff, but like, you know, the the entire marketed premise of God of War 2018 is that like we are doing a story about a father and son. So like they're dedicating, you know, 15, 20 hours or whatever it is to a masculine father-son dynamic and whatnot. And to have yeah. women be footnotes in that story, I find, I mean, not not telling because like I've been grappling with this a lot recently. Like I don't begrudge the sad dad game as a, as a baseline concept. Like I think everybody through the medium of whatever they want to choose to tell their story through has an absolute right to tell that story. And like, I don't begrudge that they exist. Um, I just, they're obviously not for me that they, they don't, they don't work for me on, on any real level. Um, and I would like for it to work for me, I, I guess I, I want to enjoy this. Um, but everything I like just listening to you guys talk about it now, it's like, okay, I think this is going to be another God of war game. Um, and I don't know if I can commit, 40 hours to that experience hopefully the gameplay will be compelling enough to, but it definitely is like the, it's a male focused thing i guess it's, it's got that, yeah. that big bloke energy and um not, not <laughs> the women aren't footnotes. not the right kind it's not not like zach's big bloke energy <laughs> yeah, which the, i love that endearing <laughs> objective big bloke energy. yeah it's on record um <laughs> yeah okay interesting uh look i'll, look, I'll play it for myself um i will I'll, I'll have some thoughts and opinions i'm sure but i do look forward to reading your review so oh, sweet ass. I, yeah, just a bit of a light bulb moment there when when James is talking about you know its depiction of women in the in twenty eighteen as being you know crazy or dead, and he's absolutely right. And it struck me that the God of War this and twenty eighteen are very much walking in the shadow or the tropes of ancient literature for better and worse. Like this is you know this is set in the pantheon of the gods. It's Norse. Kratos comes from Greek mythology, and and you know all the Greek tragedies are. Um, boys with daddy issues and mums that are absent, dead and crazy. And, and this is very much still treading in, in those shoes. So it's, yeah, now, now I'm thinking it's a bit of a shame that perhaps they aren't sort of flipping the script a bit. But um, In Greek know, plays, didn't men play all the characters as well? Just as an aside. Correct, yeah. The men yeah. are the women. The men are the men are the men. Yep. yep and they're all naked at the same time. No, that was the mm. Olympics. Mm. See, now, if this was God of War, <laughs> I'd be much more interested. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've grown up right, with got, our games. Why not? You know, I've got yeah, three we can it. questions. One is more related to what we're talking about. I mean, they're all part of it. But uh, the first one is, I don't want to be that guy. But, Here he goes. But I wasn't. This game looks phenomenal. This game looks insane. It looks amazing. Right? It's great. Yes. But it's fucking boring. No, 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 no. Like, I, I quite like it, but I'm just wondering, is the PS4 holding this game back visually? I didn't, like, see a huge 
increase. Really? Oh, sorry, improvement, sorry. Oh, still I, looks just, good. I, I literally only just played God of War 2018. There's, there is a, it's not obviously like Last of Us to Last of Us Part 2, but it's, it is, there is a pretty sizable jump. Like the game is, is it? fucking Dude. phenomenal. Well, I, yeah. I could see that you could probably dismiss it because it does carry over the art direction, which was stunning back then. It's stunning now. But the fidelity? Yeah, with Adam, the fidelity's a notch up. That's a huge notch up. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, and I'm not even usually the best person okay, to sort of technical that, okay, speak. That, but... that wasn't, no one's actually answered the question, though. <laughs> the answer Look, is for what it's worth having not played it uh, i can't imagine that having it needing to be cross-gen wouldn't be holding it back in some capacity and holding it back is maybe not the right term like we're you're idiots yeah, fumbling okay. with words about a concept we don't fully grasp here in terms of game development um but if it needs to run on that older hardware you know i, I could definitely see a reality in which you think you are seeing some limitations. No, no, like, 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 like I said, this this looks phenomenal. This looks insane. It looks great. But I'm just, I'm just wondering, is if, could this look better? No, it's all on sliders. Just turn up the shadows, turn them down. You know, it's all good. Maybe in terms of like gameplay wise, you still have those wonderful shimmy through rock animations. So potentially, fuck Oath, man. They're they're still oh, got them. Oh, actually, I have, I do have another question. Are they doing the single shot thing again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay. <laughs> cool. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So you go from a cutscene to just you are back in there and it's 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 all it's yeah, it's follow, right. it's following someone at all times basically. Yeah. You didn't like uh, that in twenty eighteen, James? I did not. I, I think that absolutely held back like uh, you want to talk about pacing issues in that what? game. I think having it not be able to do proper time jumps or or just even edits basically, just there is it, one it, point it's a cool stylistic choice i understand yeah. where it comes from um but i think that it it's a style of a substance choice for me i can definitely see what you're saying i do yeah, think it's very cool though i have, I have this horrible premonition that the, yeah, this game is going to be most of the things that you disliked maybe magnified a little bit <laughs> it certainly sounds like it yeah <laughs> when you're talking about like coaster. oh you're on a boat and you're doing little side missions i was like oh no please anyway don't, no. and you know if, the if only reason i, I asked like, about Mm. the visual stuff is just because playing part one, like last part one and then playing a playtale, which is obviously new, uh, new gen titles only. I don't know. I just was like, Hmm, these look amazing. This looks amazing too, but can't look more amazing. Can they, can they really push this PS5? <laughs> hardware? Anyway. More rats. <laughs> yeah. More rats. <laughs> um, uh, God of War right. Ragnarok is easily the best game I've ever seen playing on any like, PC or otherwise, I'm, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's so consistently, glasses, it's so consistently good. Get off it! <laughs> like the how the how the hell they even manage it? You you you're you're a spoiled little boy if you if you don't. Think. <laughs> So, I think well, I, I said it looks it looks phenomenal. It looks amazing. Definitely, not, it's not the best game I've seen though. Could be could be better though. It's like, could yeah, be better. Step, step up your game, Santa Monica. Yeah, I reckon holding <laughs> back. Fucking plebs with those old consoles. Oh, anyway, man. Um, get rid of them. The, the, the two other quickfire questions for you. First one, uh, and this is all five. Who can answer? Uh, if you had to do a quick ranking, one, two, three, uh, ranking relationship wise between Joel and Ellie, uh, Dad and Boy, and Amicia and Hugo. <laughs> yeah, in that order. In that order. Okay. That's my answer. Yeah, one, okay. two, three. I'd go yeah. Joel and Ellie, 
um, Kratos and Atreus and uh, yeah, and then your okay. mates last. Okay. You go. <laughs> My mates. Yeah, <laughs> your mates. I reckon I'd be maybe a miss. <laughs> don't do it to you, man. Do this guy's a little shit. <laughs> Joel, Joel, Ellie, one, Amicia, yeah. Hugo, two, Dad Boy, three. Yeah, I can see those rankings changing by the end of God of War Ragnarok. I hope. Let's mm. mm. not um, go off the ladder. Last question, very last question. Uh, as an Xbox lover that mm. you are, Mister Doctor, a bleed green. How does it feel knowing <laughs> that you'll never be able to play this level of quality game on an Xbox console? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is this where we're going with this? Oh, man. Okay. No, I, so I didn't realise the console wars were happening still. Um, look, I'm, up my no, comments. I, I have both right next to me. They're about a metre away. But, but, but this, is, this is one of my criticisms of Xbox is you don't get these big blockbuster single-player titles. But it's not like it's capable. It's not capable of it. I'm not saying that though. I'm but I'm saying. And why like, the fuck don't they? they do it then? Someone's <laughs> not capable of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. What's uh, you know, other people we're waiting for? Quadruple A, Perfect Dark, mate. Oh we, my we, god. We already don't had Crackdown Three. What's oh, that? Oh man, not Perfect Dark. God, that was bad on Xbox 362. I remember that it was supposed to be something, but it was so shiny. It was so weirdly shiny that game. Forza Five is a magnificent looking oh, game. There you go. Show off the Xbox Series X. Thick, Zach. Forza cool, 5. man. Forza Bloody Fire. Sure. I mean, car like, games don't count, Nathan. Forza's great, like, but not, you know, it's not a single-player story-driven game. Anyways, when I pull out move, the Ethernet. It's, <laughs> you don't, it's, not, it's not like it's, it's not an always online game. I'm being facetious. Let's, uh, also, let's James, James, I want to say fast travel yeah. sucks. So, oh really? Yeah, you're gonna have a bad time. Bad time is it's the same. It's the same as 2018. It is. It is, and it's not great. It's hard to backtrack to areas. Um, Okay. And and the as someone who would just mainline the story, though, can I just burn through this thing? Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. Okay. You're playing on default difficulty. You won't need. I mean. Honestly, I'm just going to bump this thing down to easy. I, I don't care oh. about the combat in these games. Like, I thought the combat in the first one was, like, it was fine. I, I didn't... I came away from it feeling nothing. Um, And especially for a game that was, like, ruminating on, like, oh, cycles of violence. I'm not really there to be, like, I feel fucking cool with an axe, bro. Like, there's a there's a contrast there that I really don't enjoy. Um, total so disconnect. I'm planning on just getting through as quick as I can. I think I've been you got this. Yeah. Did you play Uncharted right. at all? The tonal disconnect and that was so much worse. Um, I mean, like, yes, I, I, I definitely see your point. Um, I just feel like up until Uncharted Four, at least, it wasn't like in the text itself to be like, Ooh, you know, like violence in my life and all that sort of stuff. Whereas, like, God of War is like front loaded with is Kratos a good man? Um, so yeah, he's the best. They, they tackle that like in the first hour of Ragnarok. That question comes up between okay. Kratos and, and Kratos, and it's. Yeah. It's honest. Okay. I mean, at least The Last of Us Part 2, right? Well, because I was thinking about this as in contrast with um, that game as well, because it's, you know, Sony, their sort of cinematic big thing. It's like the violence in The Last of Us Part 2 is also mechanically very satisfying, but I find the like, everything about the game is geared towards making you feel like shit for enacting that violence, <laughs> yes. whereas God of War is about making you feel like a cool person for doing it. Mm. Um, and I think that that is... That there's something interesting there. I just... I need to play this new one before I can sort of figure out where I'm going with it. Remember Zach had to kill a dog in the last of us part two and he's like he cried for days, I'm pretty sure, didn't he, man? It sucks. 
Yeah. It sucks killing nah. anything in those games, except Mate, the, the, dog the comes, flower zombies. If but. the dog comes at me, bro, like... <laughs> <laughs> the dog had it coming, didn't it, Zach? <laughs> Let's move on from God of War. Anyway, we will, we will have a God of War spoiler cast that we actually will be doing. Hopefully we do this a Plague Tower one. Um, if people get their fucking shit together. Let's move on to the news. I don't think we have any discussion. We don't. Headlines. Uh, there's pretty much nothing really worth talking about. Um, Piss off, Assassin's Creed multiplayer is coming back, and it was fucking great in Brotherhood. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I said oh pretty much. Fucking calm, you fucking. You and three other so people talk played it. Talk Australia. about that one. Fuck off, Nathan. Talk about that one first, because I want to. No. Want to say how great the multiplayer was. Okay, so if you didn't hear before, Assassin's Creed is getting a standalone multiplayer title developed by former For Honor devs. Uh, this is courtesy of well played Adam Ryan. Uh, Ubisoft has revealed that a standalone Assassin's Creed multiplayer title is in development, codenamed Project Invictus. Having previous previously shown interest in reviving uh, the once popular online offering, Ubisoft has made the announcement during the company's most recent earning report. It's described as... Uh, no, sorry, as described in the report, the multiplayer game will be part of the upcoming Nexus known as Assassin's Creed Infinity, developed by Four Honor Old Mates. Uh, I don't think there was any other information really about no, Sorry, there's no more info at this stage, but the game is in the hands of people who worked on For Honor. Blah, 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 blah. Wait, so the people who made For Honor, are they also working on this? No, it's, it's a new studio, but it has devs <laughs> from the For Honor this whatever whatever developer that was Zach, Zach only it. mentioned it like eight times so I wasn't sure so yeah, okay. definitely For Honor devs are on this one Go. For Honor actually, devs okay. are on this speaking game. of review regret did you review For, For Honor you frothed that yeah. too didn't you it was For great. Honor kicks ass man it, was like, so yeah, it, is, it is pretty decent games, you? like Evolve was, yeah okay Evolve was probably a step For, beyond For Honor's still cracking down. along though yeah it really has still got a good healthy fucking player base yeah I think you got, I think with four on it though, you got to go in with very precise expectations to get yeah. your ass kicked, which I do. Oh man. It's I a, was so shit at that game. Still enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, yeah absolutely. It was a tough, tough game. Like there was actually like a, um, a skill. Um, the the skill gap. that game was dog shit though. I was so unenthused going into it. Mm. Yeah. Right. We played it at PAX, did we? Is that us? Yeah, Is we that did. We definitely yeah, did. Yeah, that's right. Okay, whatever the fuck that was. All right. Was so, Adam, you want to talk you're, you're keen for the for the multiplayer to come back? I had an excellent time with the, the multiplayer in Brotherhood. And I say in my news piece, because I crapped on for about half an hour from a, a two-line little blurb that was in their earnings report, I I really enjoyed the, the Brotherhood multiplayer. It came at a time where every... Every person's fucking single player game had a tacked on multiplayer option that was, oh, yeah, that was incredibly pointless. Like the Spec Ops The Line having a multiplayer, even though Spec Ops The Line multiplayer, also quite decent. Um, yeah, it was kind of around that time, but I thought Brotherhoods was genuinely pretty decent. They went on to do, I know they did Revelations and the last one was Unity. I didn't now, have a go past. Good. See, I didn't go past Brotherhood. Because Unity's multiplayer was rad. That that was four-player yeah. um, multiplayer. Unity was very cool. I actually yeah. really liked Unity, even though it got shut on. When much. it was working, it was quite decent, and the multiplayer integration yeah. was very decent. 
the the glitch images from um, from that game are just nightmare fuel. I love it. So good, the floating eyeballs. Oh, are excellent. This is so good. For the longest time, That's I'd it. rank Unity amongst my favourites, even though it wasn't good on the execution. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think the Get the it, idea of you hunting your target while you're the target for someone else and kind of that cat and mouse game, whether you agree that it was implemented well at that stage or not is kind of here nor there. But I think the idea is definitely a good one. And I think in the right hands, hopefully in these hands, it could be something really good. So I'm holding out hope that it will be a banger. We hoping free to play with microtransactions. A, a banger. Yeah, that's what I said, mate. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. That's what he's here. Yeah, same I'm, I'm same really, thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, other big news, or just headlines, I guess. Wo Long Fallen Dynasty is releasing on March 3, 2023. Uh, that's coming to all consoles. Sorry, not Switch. Uh, PS5. Play, sorry, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. <laughs> Wait. March. Coming March to all 3. important consoles. <laughs> <laughs> all the ones that are for people who can actually play this game. It's coming there. Um, Wait, is that the one from the Chinese devs or am I? Uh, it's the one from the Neo devs, mate. Oh, right. Okay, Team Ninja. Hey, my mate. This is, this is all your, this is way up your alley. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, this is Sekiro, mate. Okay, which one uh, am I talking about? Uh, you're, oh, you're thinking of the Wukong Crimson one. Crimson Desert? Yeah. Crimson Desert? Yeah. Yep. No, not because it does. It's called yeah the, the Monkey King one. Yeah, that's the one. That looks awesome. Mm, yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah, that yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. I can never remember the name of that game though. Hey, uh, if we get both of them next year, we're sitting pretty. Indeed. Let's do it. Uh, all right, Age of Mythology is finally getting remade. Uh... Didn't that come on a neutral game box at some point? No, nah, that was Age of Empires, bro. <laughs> No, cool. I swear, I reckon they tried the same Speaking trick, but with a different oh, serial. They might have, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of remakes. You know what Let's got announced last night? Which I was going to cover, but I didn't actually cover it. <laughs> what are we talking? Riven. Riven is getting a remake, finally. Mist. Mist 3? Mist 2? Mist 2, I guess. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, it had two discs on the PS1 version, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you played on PS1? Discs. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Um, so yeah, that, that's getting a remake. No, no uh, details on like uh, consoles, uh, sorry, platforms or release date of that. But that also was announced. Uh, Riven got a remake, mate. It's called Scorn. <laughs> <laughs> Squelchy hole sim- simulator. <laughs> uh, uh, co-founders of Rocksteady are leaving the company. Uh, you can check that out on the website. There's a new point-and-click game uh, featuring dinosaurs called Zid Journey. It's got like a cartoon-esque aesthetic. looks looks pretty cool. Um, for Spoken, there's a new deep dive video that you can check out. The game is Magical Parkour. Adam, are you kind of keen for this? Nathan, you played it. I, I wasn't keen until Nathan told me that I should be keen, and this little deep dive has pretty much highlighted why, because the, like, the momentum traversal looks very infamous so i am very into it so yes i am excited for this one plus it's got that that big bloke energy doesn't it oh no it's a woman but she swears (laughs) like a sailor or something she does she's got she's got big dude energy yeah and it doesn't work unfortunately (laughs) i'm looking forward to that part perfect yeah same (laughs) yeah yeah, the the writing in that Mm, we'll see we'll see maybe Uh, there's a reason Series have been selling incredibly well. It's another news piece. Jordan whipped this one up. Uh, where are we here? So 
Persona series has sold quite well, especially the Persona 5 and it's uh, totaling. So they've got 7.22 million units sold worldwide. And we're looking at uh, Shin Megami Tensei, which is um, that sold 19 million, approximately 19 million units. Um, Yakuza series has sold 19, almost 20 million units as well. So across uh, all 85 Sega, entries, Sega's 1.5 billion units. See, he says Sega as well. I was I was lambasted from pillar to post for saying Sega. Apparently, it's <laughs> Sega. Oh, Sega. Name. All right. In the 90s, yeah, it was right all... right there in the sound. <laughs> um, I should have listened. I should have listened. There's nothing new about Sega. Sorry. Uh, but Black Adam is now playable in the multiverses. Cool. Um, Good movie too. Probably the only other big news this week is The Witcher's being remade. That was announced yeah, uh, earlier this week. The original Witcher, right? I've, I've finished the original Witcher three times. That game has aged to a decrepit state. So <laughs> they're going to oh, yeah. really need to remake it from the ground up. Like it is not, I really like it. I would not recommend anyone play it. You know, after reading all the books, rough. do you find that after reading all the books and discovering that the actual Witcher series, uh, like the video game series is, oh my God, Geralt's got amnesia. He, he, don't, he done don't remember nothing. Is that yeah. a bit lazy? Oh, absolutely. Of... Yeah, it, yeah does, okay. it does not work. So therefore, yeah. I always say to people, the first game is completely skippable because its whole purpose is Geralt's got amnesia, so we're going to spend 40 hours introducing you to who he yeah. is. Who That's all I? it achieves. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. Can I ask, as someone who's just finished the books for the first time, yeah. like, love them, amazing series, yeah, cool. um, how does that first game explain having Geralt be there? Given how the books end. Yeah, right, right. That's another one. Yeah, I guess without... Like, does it explain it or is he, is he just there? I've only been to remember. As someone who hasn't finished the books, I can only tell you that as someone who is reading the books, it's not... It won't be satisfying. Okay. That's, yeah. again... I've heard like, if you can get over that hump, though, that, like, the games do a pretty okay job of continuing the the world of those books the second um, and yeah. the third game very much yeah. do so yeah. i honestly think the first game it as I said all it achieves is introducing you to Geralt. that's all it does there's no yeah. grand plot it's just who is this character you already know skip it start with the second one the second one a leads name badge the that said hi my name is Geralt, and then it would be the same thing there's no continuity between anything. one and two <laughs> um yeah but actually you're right james in the ground This is being remade from the ground up in Unreal 5 uh, by a company called Fool's... I've lost it. Fool's Theory. Why not Bluepoint? Don't they do like Just the remake? They're busy on Bloodborne. That's oh, awesome. baby. Oh, man. Don't tease me like that. Are they just remade? Have you all played the... I'll play the Bloodborne remake. How's that? Or are you all happy I with would... That? Kill He's trying to his way out of his pleasure already. <laughs> no. Look at him. He's not happy with that at all. <laughs> is it a remake or a remaster? Either way, oh, I'll no, it doesn't exist. Said. But um, if good. it did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other Witcher news, uh, Big HC, See Big Henry, he's leaving his uh, position as Geralt and passing the torch to... Um, it hurts, doesn't it? Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. <laughs> I'm not getting on the hate bandwagon, but I must say it, it is still very bittersweet. Like, you know, I'm in mourning. Mm-hmm. It was I'm a hoping- great casting, I thought. I'm hoping that Liam Hemsworth just gets amnesia in season four. He's like, I don't remember <laughs> being Henry Cavill. <laughs> What's happened? Uh, He's onto something yeah, there. 
quite disappointed. And I, I'm curious. Well, I'm not that we'll probably ever really know the reasons why, but Superman. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I imagine it's scheduling, and also I heard he was having some yeah. conflicts with the creative team. Correct. So, yeah. yeah. So that's so that's more the interesting. Well, part the conflicts that the series kind of sucks. Yes, huh. it's true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad Thank that you. we can um, we can share oh, this. Oh, they have made some um, serious because well, he wanted to be more like the source material, and mm. they were kind be good. Yeah, because he's a big fucking nerd like us. Right. Mm-hmm. Why not us? Yeah. Geralt's a loser. Just a really skilled hot one. Mm. It, <laughs> James is right. Yeah. Spot on. All right. Okay. Um, let's go <laughs> into the. Can I? Can I bring can. up one tiny bit of news? This has just of shown up on my feed, sorry. Uh, so apparently PlayStation Plus subscribers have dropped by nearly 2 million users since the revamp in June, um, which is interesting. And it got me thinking, is anyone here paying for any of the upper tiers at the moment? I did and I regret it every day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I paid for the top tier because Stray was coming out. And I was like, I'm sure yeah. this service is going to reward me in the next couple of months. You know, it needs an injection. No, mm. it's me. And they've got the Yakuza games. That's something. Well, I'd already finished them, so I'm picky. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. I think you should play them. They're already on Games Pass. Ah, so. mm. oh, right. Yes. The much, yeah, the the much Xbox inferior. sympathizer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, this is a good, so this is a guy. So this is coming from a guy who did not want to fucking get Game Pass ever. It's true. I was holding on to the, like when I I grew up with the Commodore sixty four man like this is this is the new business model that I just I could not quite get on board with but look I have Disney it's Plus now fangled internet of theirs <laughs> right I grew up without the internet amazing wait amazing. It's, it's just occurred to me that two years ago listening to the podcast Kieran must have been the old guy waffling on about how he needs everything physical I, I love I'll always love physical copies of games and you because I remember hearing games. someone being like nah fuck Game Pass everything's got to be physical I'm not interested. <laughs> Well, I, I, didn't. I mean, that could be him or Zach, in fairness. That's no, yeah, no. <laughs> it wasn't Zach. Zach's iconic. We're towing a line. There's nothing that compares to a physical release. Nothing. Um, no. I mean, I know that it's like pretty much just coasters now that are digital licenses anyway. But I don't know. They're just the, the feeling of having a physical game is something that's been with me since I was like five years old. And Speaking of coasters with a digital go. license, you hear about the Modern Warfare Two disc. Yeah, it it has like a tiny amount of data on it, and the rest is 70 megabytes, I recall. Yeah, yeah. I reckon the game is slightly bigger than that, though. It's it's at least 80 megabytes. I mean, I'm no technical boffin, but yeah, it's got to be at least 80 megabytes. So, I still appreciate that in the download and install manager for that game on PS5, they let you add and remove the content that you're not going to use. So, if you don't want to use the campaign, uninstall it, keep everything else. Is it going to be like Modern Warfare 1, where every time it doesn't update, it deletes everything else and just updates Warzone. Because no shit, that <laughs> that happened to me about five or six times. I was like, I'm going to go play a bit of the multiplayer. I'm like, never mind, the multiplayer is not fucking there because Warzone's taken it and deleted everything else. Okay. <laughs> Classic Warzone. I, th- I want to get back into Warzone because doesn't Warzone 2 come out now? Is that is that a thing? Like, no, this is going to be like the, the multiverse of madness. Just The whole thing is going to be continuous. It's like Fortnite now. It's over. Yeah. They have the high ground. Anyway, Warzone uh, was a good time when I played it for five minutes. Yeah. Right. There was one more news piece. Did anyone watch the new Evil West trailer? <laughs> yeah, I Not yet, no. I didn't either. I saw but the news, but cool. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I haven't had time to sit down, but I'm, I'm, I'm keen to check it out. Anyway, let's go to off topics. Uh, who's watched, seen, felt, read, touched anything? I don't know. 
<laughs> I'll chuck it to you so I can talk cabinet of curiosities. Yeah, a bit disappointing. I've watched. How far through are you? Six this is episodes. the Del Toro thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. yeah cool. Six, and there's a lot of lot of Lovecraft in it. Um, Indeed, but yeah, just a kind of a bit bum. Like, if I'm being honest, I've only seen three through the first three. I'm yeah. up to six. I liked the autopsy, you know, even though the ending that was the second could, one. No, autopsy. The, the autopsy was the alien sphere ball and the mine shaft. Oh, that, right, so that's the one I'm only halfway through because Anna fell asleep. Okay. So we haven't been back to watch it yet. Didn't mind it. Ending can go either one. way. I feel like they all kind of stiff the ending, at least the first three I've seen so far. Like, I don't know. Maybe they've tried is it to like a too little, much into too little. Excuse my ignorance, but is it like a little anthology series from Del Toro? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, it's cool, not cool. from him. Well, it's not really from him. He's like producer. He, yeah, oh, he's okay. just, yep. his name's just on it. I think he directs right. the last one, if I'm remembering what I read correctly. Um, yeah, they're all basically done by other people. Other like directors right. and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I'm six episodes in and not. Yeah, I'm not loving it to be honest. Um, I could easily move on to something else now. Um, you can see a, the one with Eric Andre. It's called the Viewing. I don't know which one that is though. Was he the tennis player? Yeah, I don't remember the names. Um, Eric Andre, he's a black actor. No, like I don't remember like, the shows like that are like the episodes, but I don't recall seeing him so far. No. Um, first one I didn't mind the, there's a one about a painting, which is, which is a Lovecraft one, which is okay. It's okay. But again, just a bit fucking, I don't know. Like, like the ending was a bit fucked up. Anyway, go on. Um, the, I think it's episode four or five. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, dreams in the witch house. Is that just an adaptation of the Lovecraft story? Yeah. 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 So that's the okay, last awesome. one I watched. That's six, I think. Okay. Did you enjoy that one or? Eh. Okay. okay. Eh. I hate Have it. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I haven't. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching them. Um, but that story in particular is like one of my favorite Lovecraft uh, mm. bits of writing. So I just, it's got um, big old Ron Weasley in it, mate. Oh, uh, I mean, love that. Love the disgust there. Oh, the idea is like a lot of them have very cool ideas. They're just not like, I don't find them overly compelling or fulfilling to watch. I just kind of go, eh. Damning. And okay. then but I think they also go for too long. They're about mm. an hour long, which I find I, I kind of like I get towards the last 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this to fucking end now. Like, uh, but it was okay. I didn't, again, I didn't really like the ending of that one either. Um, but Interesting. Hmm. Uh, I watched Hellhole, which is a Polish film on the weekend. Subtitles? Uh, no subtitles. Subtitles. Dub? Subtitles, and indeed. I haven't learned. I'm not fluent in Polish yet. Um, but it's about a undercover cop who goes into a monastery. I think that's, yeah. that's what yeah. you call it. Yep. Um to kind of infiltrate to there's missing persons. So he's going to investigate because there's been some anonymous tips that the um, they're in this monastery or that's where they were last seen or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Nathan, have you seen it? 
It's on the list. So I saw it when it popped up a couple of days back. Watched the trailer. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I find that the Netflix selection of original foreign horror usually leaves me wanting. Like if it's mm. something that I'm going to look forward to, it's already had its rave reviews at Cannes and shit like that when Netflix has picked it up. If it's obscure and I've never heard of it, I've often been more disappointed than not. I'll still I watch them, but yeah, I'm usually I usually leave them going. Oh, that was pretty forgettable. This is, I think that's that. This is this. Yeah, um, yeah. I, like I've watched a few some of the Spanish horror ones and that. You know, I think that I like that they're there. I just don't think they're essential watching. No. What about the Korean ones? Korean ones at they, best they six. Koreans, the better, better echelon, isn't? Aren't they? Yeah, like Home Sweet Home was one. Yeah, you, cool. I think you and I have seen a lot of similar ones. Yeah, that, especially those series, those horror series, are a lot of fun. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they so love the drama. They love the that one where they're in the apartment building. Yeah, and there's yeah. like sweet home or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, creatures yeah. outside, but it's always about the interpersonal. It's very stuff. cheesy, though, isn't it? The CGI, yeah, of course. Um, that's all I've pretty much got for off topics. Any, any of you folks watch Big Mouth? Yeah, I mean, it just started last night, or like the last season, the most recent Yeah, good, good. So I'm not alone, because I must say, when I first started watching that show, way back when it started, I got about three or four episodes through, I was like, this is profoundly uncomfortable to watch, and I stopped. And then I came back to it a year later, and I was like, actually, no, the reason it's so profoundly uncomfortable is because they're tackling all that subject matter of those of the fucked up children that we were going through puberty in school. Definitely. Like there was no filter. Everything was messy. And it was all kind of hella funny as messed up as it was. And these folks capture that so well. The fact that they've made six seasons and a spin-off series, and I'm still keen for more. They keep dredging up such horrible memories that I'd yeah. suppressed over years. Yeah, it's uh, like an infinite well. Like Man, I don't I would not I would not feel comfortable to be in their writer's room. Like there must be so much trauma in their writer's room and yeah, they're that, just playing it for comedy. That bloke uh, Nick Kroll was Nick Kroll? Yeah, he's just a mastermind. He obviously remembers like those formative years quite well. Um yeah. just the, the the chronic wankers, like we all knew them in, in primary and high school and um Yeah, I totally forgot that it was a thing. I love you know, like, I went to a primary school where kids were whacking themselves off just in the playground and stuff like that. And these that's, kids are doing that. That's so like, unfortunate. <laughs> um, it's awful. It's truly awful. Uh, is this, this, Tasmania. Tas- this is Tasmanian heritage. Yeah, Actually, these kids were like bragging about it and that. But I mean, they're kids, right? And that's what they're playing on. The fact that these are kids. And it's so awkward because of it. Like you can't be... How do you be politically correct with kids? That they're going to go through a phase. Um, it's messy. I love it. Jay is my my spirit animal. Jay, he's, oh no, he's so one of the horniest of the lot. Yeah, fucking he's fucking cushions so, wherever he can get him. He is so awful, but there's something like you just want him. You just want him to do well, you know. He has like entire arcs of like relationships with his <laughs> fuck cushions. <laughs> like like they have personalities and that before he like goes to town on them. It's true. It's, <laughs> It's a thing. Have that brilliant stuff. Have any of you seen the Nick Kroll show? He's yeah, I have. That was yeah. that was something else. Um, those skit shows can be really hit and miss, and I don't know how I feel about his yet. Yeah, his was pretty much that hit and miss. There were some that were I thought were really really good, and some that I thought were absolute stinkers. The one where he does like the socialite woman, I can't remember her name. I found um, them a little too cringe. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really like that one. Um, the one I liked, oh, like Bobby Bottle Service, like they like 
they kind of make me laugh a bit. Mm. Um, anyway, Nick Kroll, eh? Big fan of the podcast. Anybody we watched? Like anybody got uh, uh, anything else to share? Nothing that's relevant. Key, Key and I finally got around to get out for the first time last Congrats. night. Congrats. Well done. Because apparently we're just incredibly late to the party. And yeah, fucking what a good time that is. Excellent Mate. film. Very keen to watch his his uh, the rest of his output for sure. I, I want to mm. give you a little advice. You may not like Us the first time. I found that Us works. It's one of those films that the rewatch makes it a different film. So don't feel bad right. if, if you kind of bounce off that. And and Nope's just Nope. Like I, I think I could recommend Nope to anyone. Yeah, I haven't seen Nope. What am I doing? I'm, I'm gonna go. It's so good. I've seen the first two. I haven't seen what I've seen. Yeah, I haven't seen Nope yet though. I think uh, no safe pair of hands. Do we do do we do music in in off topic? Yeah. Is that allowed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Of course it is. Um, I I did not particularly care for the new Taylor Swift album, and I just needed to put that out there in, on onto the internet. Didn't um, she as, as become as a the first fan. person to get like the the top ten ten billboard billboard? Oh, yeah, Mad. she's huge. Like, and you know, deservedly so. She's had a phenomenal career, and like, she's earned a boring album. It's just, it's a really boring album. And after Folklore and Evermore, like during the pandemic, which were like beautiful and felt like a maturation of her sound, to go back to like her essentially singing like TikTok teen bangers, I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> um, Damn. I just, well, that's yeah. unfortunate. <laughs> You too old for the TikTok team bangers. I think I think I've just aged out of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's unfortunate. You know, I I can still see that there's a place for them. You know, well, I mean, if they're well written, sure. But you know, I sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby is not a well written lyric. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, this is a hot take. You're saying everybody isn't a sexy baby. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know if it's a compliment. Right <laughs> That's in the, the thing. It's so narratively confusing. <laughs> I'd be very curious to hear Kieran's thoughts on Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, uh, right. Oh, oh, KV. I think, I think he likes it. Uh, I think, I think about me. KV. Would. Oh, sorry. No, I did mean you. I, I did mean KS. <laughs> Still, KV would love it. I, I got a feeling it's right up his alley. Do you reckon she earns her cleans or? Well, she's only really got cleans, doesn't she? Um. Look, she goes all right. I think when it comes on the radio, it's some of the least offensive stuff, I guess. Um, but it's not really guitar enough for me, so. <laughs> Very diplomatic of you. And also, I, I'd rather, I'd rather <laughs> the music screams at me, not. You know, I wonder what you'd say um, after a few beers and I just whacked on a bit of, bit of Swift. <laughs> Look, I, I give it a red hot. Here's the thing. As Kieran's children grow older, his music tastes will have to change. The exposure is going to be too much. Well, uh, my daughter just recently discovered Michael Jackson. A lot of male Swifties on our dads. Ooh. Yeah, man, it's been so good. Like my, my daughter is into some kind of cool music. She's, she's 12. Like she listens to Youngblood, which is close enough to being like real music. Yeah, that, all right, you go off. But um, cool. she just discovered Michael Jackson and she's just gone through the entire back catalogue and it's, that was my childhood as well. That's the 90s for me. And um, yeah, it's been I don't know how moment. long it's going to be before you ruin it for her, eh? Well, she's, she's seen <laughs> the, the darker side of old mate, like. She's, she's she, at 12. <laughs> the darker, the well, darker side of old mate. Well, I think we need to get this one back on tracks. They, well, they have the internet, man. Like, and they tell the story of Michael Jackson's life, and it's, it's a bit of a tragedy. It didn't go so well for him towards the end, oh, especially. Dear. Uh, so, mm. yeah, she knows. But the Welcome music to is, Neverland. The music is still rad. It stands to test oh, time. Yeah. So, How about 90s film of the week, Zach? I thought we were going to move on to R. Kelly next. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, there is no 90s film of the week. I have been 
the person. Banned. I've been prohibited. Uh, 90s Film League has been shut down by no, its, its biggest, biggest, its biggest, uh, biggest. advocator in Buddy Watson. He uh, uh, he launched a okay. uh, scathing attack on me uh, earlier, no, after the potty last week and was like, you can't just pick any random film. You've got to actually watch it that week. Ooh. I was like, bro, like, what do you think <laughs> I've been doing the past, like, four months? Did you just, you, you burst his bubble. So, yeah, he uh, he said, no, no more, no more 90s film of the week. So we're going to go a week without it and and, and, and see what the... Um, what the response is. What about just Snowbound by default? That's what it's called, isn't it? <laughs> that movie Snowbound? that you love that you watch every couple of days or so. It's, I thought that was John Wick. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a snow... Oh, it's, it's a, out cold? Oh, so close. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> out cold? <laughs> is that the one that you're talking about? Yeah, probably. Like it's got Whether snow they're like snowboarders you, or whatever? Yeah, that's the one. I've yeah, watched that once it. in like the last three years, but okay, yep. <laughs> oh, it would have been with me, bless. You I made me been, watch yeah. it. Good, Good film, but that's not 90s, sorry. That's 2000s. What? This is outrageous. I know, right? We really need to move uh, 90s in, into the 2000s a little bit just to get a bit, bit yeah. get a bit more use out of that disc wallet. What do you say, buddy? Let me know. Um, <laughs> let, let me know at Zach's disc wallet at wellplayed.com.au and we'll, um, <laughs> no, we'll Zach's hyphen disc wallet. <laughs> That's it. Does it have, does it have the CDs with like the cool tribal things on it? You remember those? Oh yeah. <laughs> the CDs like the the have the cool Celtic yeah. symbols or just tribal like what? anyway primal. Like so the ones cool. with like the Guy Fieri flames. <laughs> yeah. I reckon maybe Fuck maybe yeah. for episode two hundred, I'm gonna make burnt copies of the episode on CD, sign them and send them out to our biggest listeners. Oh, he's he's going to bootleg them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Jesus. Uh, there you go. Have All right, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Well Played DLC podcast. You, I was going too fast. You can check out all the content on www.well-played.com.au. Kieran's review of Ragnarok will be live as of this morning. You can't play it yet. Sorry about that. Um... Don't play Reverse. Don't play Lunacy Saint Roads. Um, <laughs> apart from that, have a good week and we, sh- we shall see you next time. Bye. Boy. Farewell. Bye for now.